Hello, friends, and welcome to the Koozie George podcast. We're just about to jump into a new adventure. Come on. Today, well, today, we're starting a new season. Do you even remember what season we're on? I'll give you a hint. It's the square root of 36. Oh, that's too complicated? Well, ask your parents. It's too complicated for them too? Oh man, well, it's six. We're on season six. And you know what? There's a crash bang boom as Koozie gets his wiggles out in a pretty mischievous way in a story called Koozie George and a Fistful of Pebbles, written by me, Darren Galindo. But before we get into the story, we want to remind you to write us a review. Podcast reviews go a long way in helping the Koozie George podcast get into the ears of new listeners. It's a big way to support the podcast. Another way you can support the podcast is simply by telling your friends about us. Thanks. And now, let's catch up with Koozie and see what in the world he's up to today. Koozie George and a Fistful of Pebbles. Once upon a time, Koozie George was skipping down the street feeling really good. It was a bright summer day. The sun was hot, and the wheels up in Koozie's little head were turning and turning. Hmm, today is such a wonderful day, but I'm bored. What am I going to do? He thought to himself. Koozie continued skipping down the street. Do you know how to skip? Skipping is the magical talent of walking with style. You lift one leg up and bounce the other leg one more time before doing the same thing with the other foot. Actually, now that I think of it, skipping is pretty hard to try to describe with words, but I'm sure most of you know how to skip anyway. And if you don't, you can ask your mom or dad or a friend to show you how. Skipping down the street was one of the things that Koozie liked to do when he was feeling particularly mischievous. Can you say mischievous? Mischievous is a fancy word that basically means sneaky with a hint of naughty. People that are feeling particularly mischievous usually end up getting into trouble. And as for Koozie, well, I guess we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Oh, hi, I'm going outside. I wonder what I'll do today. Besides skipping and running and dancing in the street. I wonder about the people that I'm going to meet and say, rah, ah! That was so funny! Cozy, what the wild monkeys are you doing sneaking up behind me and scaring me? I'm trying to finish counting my money before I head into the store! Said a very frustrated Hula Cats. She had been standing in front of the grocery store with her head down. As Cozy was skipping along down the street, he immediately thought that sneaking up behind her and scaring her was literally the best idea. Come on, Hula! That was priceless! You were like, ah! <laughs> Laughed Cozy. You can scare people when they're playing a game with you. Right now, I don't want to be scared, said Hula firmly, and she walked inside the grocery store to finish counting her money. Huh, that was so funny, thought Koozie to himself. She'll be all right. It's not like I pushed her or anything. I was just having some fun. She was the one who got scared. You know, I don't really think that Koozie realized Hula Cats didn't really want to be interrupted like that. Oh well, the day is still young, and I feel the urge to scare someone, sang Koozie to himself as he continued skipping down the road. A little ways away, 
as Kuzi was skipping along down the road and looking around for some more stuff to do and people to scare, he wasn't really looking where he was going and stepped on an old cookie pan somebody had left in the street. A cookie pan is a big flat pan that bakers use to place a bunch of cookies on for baking. Some people call it a cookie sheet, but honestly, that kind of makes it sound like you're lying in bed with sheets made out of cookies. But hey, that actually sounds fantastic. I wonder if that's even possible. Anyways, a flat metal cookie pan is good for baking cookies with. But when that cookie pan is in the middle of the street and you step on it while you're skipping around, that means trouble. Slippery trouble. Koozie placed one foot in that cookie pan while he was skipping and his foot slipped and went straight up like he was trying to wave hello to people. With his foot going straight up, the rest of Koozie's body went backwards in the air and he landed on his back and a little bit on his butt. Ow! That hurt! Said a very shocked Koozie. What in the cracker noodles was that? Luckily, Koozie wasn't very hurt. He had just gotten the wind blown out of him and just needed a moment to pick himself up. But as he was lying there, wondering what in the cracker noodle that was that he slipped on, he thought to himself, When I stepped in it, my foot slipped out and it made this horribly loud scratching noise. He took another moment and took a few deep breaths before slowly getting up off the floor. He looked around but didn't see what it was that he had slipped on. What the? Where'd it go? It's gone! Huh? It must have disappeared! Oh! There it is, he said as he walked over to a tree and picked up the rectangular cookie pan. What is this thing? He wondered. He had actually never seen one of these things before. Is it some sort of frisbee? He adjusted the cookie pan in his hands and threw it just like a frisbee, but it didn't go very far. And when it hit the ground, it made a horribly loud banging sound. <laughs> Whoa, that's definitely not a frisbee, but it does make loud noises. And loud noises are exactly perfect for scaring people. Greg, you and I can team up and scare everybody in town. In case you were wondering, Koozie decided to name his new toy Greg. Noisy Greg to be exact. Noisy because it was super noisy and Greg because that's what it said on the back side. Greg's best baking supply made in Taiwan, said Koozie as he read the stamp that was on the back side. Whoa, Greg, you've come a long way. Welcome to America. When Koozie realized he was in the presence of an international guest, he snapped right into action, showing his new friend Greg all around town. Of course, he stopped at home first to pick up his camera to capture every magical moment. Snap, went Koozie's camera as he and Greg took a selfie together in front of City Hall. Greg, this is where the mayor lives and a bunch of other people that work for the city said Koozie as he showed Greg around. You know, I'm not really sure if the mayor actually lives here, but if he did, it would be pretty cool. After walking around City Hall, Koozie took Greg over to Pickle Park. This is one of the largest parks in our area, Greg. Here, let me take a picture of you next to that giant tree. Koozie placed Greg on the ground next to the giant tree and stepped back to take a picture. Smile, yelled Koozie. Snap. Koozie and Greg walked all through Pickle Park, pointing at cool things and laughing at jokes. They even played hide-and-go-seek. Greg was a master at hiding, but Koozie always found him. Koozie felt like he wasn't the best hider, but whenever it was Greg's turn to count, he could never find Koozie. 
After walking around in Pickle Park, the two friends went skipping down the street. Koozie did most of the skipping. Greg just kind of sat there. Hey, Greg, this is where we first met, shouted Koozie excitedly. Wow, that must have been like 12 minutes ago. Seems like we've been friends forever. Koozie held Greg with both hands and started spinning around and around. Koozie looked at Greg and laughed. Greg was kind of looking back at Koozie, but Koozie couldn't really tell where Greg was looking. When Koozie was good and dizzy, he stopped spinning and tried to walk around. If you've ever tried that before, it's a very hard thing to do. You get so dizzy from spinning round and around that you can't even walk straight. After only a few steps with Greg, Koozie was getting so twirled around he plopped himself on the grass with Greg right beside him. <laughs> Such fun! Greg, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad I found you, said Koozie as both he and Greg gazed up at the cloud-filled sky. Hey, look, Greg! That cloud looks like a dinosaur holding a bone. And that one looks like a duck riding a skateboard. The two friends laid on the grass, pointing at weird-shaped clouds and laughing their little heads off. Until Greg went and scared the jelly beans out of Koozie. Wow! Ah! shouted Koozie as he grabbed his stomach in terror. Greg, what in the world, dude? Why are you scaring me? But then Koozie looked over at his new friend. Greg was just sitting there like the awesome dude he was. But what had made that terrible banging noise? Oh, a pine cone must have fallen on you, Greg, said Koozie as he reached over and picked up the pine cone. Are you okay? Are you hurt at all? Wait a minute. You make a loud bang sound when stuff falls on you. That's it. That's how we're going to scare people. Koozie was so glad that he had made a friend with Greg. They were going to make a great team, scaring everybody. But first, they had to find the best way to make the loudest noise. Koozie tried the pine cone. It made a super loud banging sound, but only when it hit Greg right in the middle. If Koozie didn't get it in the very center, it wouldn't be very loud. Hmm, pine cones just aren't going to be consistent. Hey, wait, I got it! said Koozie as he had a wonderfully mischievous idea. Meanwhile, Rabbit Sebastian was at home tending to his garden right outside his front porch. It was a lovely garden. The flowers were in full bloom and all the bushes were freshly trimmed. Man, I sure do like gardening, he said to himself. It's so peaceful here. The breeze is cool, the sun is warm, and the smell of earth is so soothing. Rabbit Sebastian had recently done a lot of work in his front yard. He cut out about a quarter of the grass from his house to make space for a special garden area. After planting all the right bushes, plants, and flowers he wanted, he placed a bunch of pebbles around to make it look all nice and clean. Pebbles are those little rocks. They are pretty small, but when you have a whole bucket full of pebbles and spread them out nicely, it looks pretty cool. When you look at Rabbit's house from the street, you can see all the nice green grass with a walkway going straight through to his front porch. And now, with the fancy new garden area, the grass stops sharply and the pleasant little pebbles swirl around the plants and flowers. It was a very nice looking front yard, and Rabbit was very proud of it. Oh, hey, Koozie, what's going on? Asked Rabbit as he saw Koozie run up to his house. Hey, Rabbit, I need your help. Do you still have that leftover bucket of pebbles from your garden? Uh, yeah, it's right over there on the other side of the porch, answered Rabbit. Perfect! 
Can I have it? I'm working on something very special. Uh, yeah, that's fine. I don't have any more use for it. Do you want to- Thanks, Rabbit! See you later, Rabbit! Bye! And with that, Koozie grabbed the bucket of leftover pebbles and ran over down the street. What in the world? Was he holding a cookie sheet? Rabbit thought to himself. I wonder what that crazy guy is up to. Rabbit shrugged his shoulders and got back to his garden. He was almost finished and was about to head over to the hardware store to pick up some paint. He was planning on painting his front porch to match the niceness of his new garden area. I'll check on Koozie later today. I'm sure he'll want to help with the painting. He loves painting. Rabbit finished up the last parts of the garden and then went inside to get cleaned up. Meanwhile, Koozie and Greg were busy with some test runs. Koozie found that the best way to make the most noise was to grab a fistful of pebbles and throw them down onto Greg. Except, it really mattered where Greg was sitting. When he tried it on the grass, it was like a muted explosion. But then they tried the same thing on concrete, and it was so loud it even scared Koozie. Oh, this is perfect, said Koozie, rubbing his hands together. Now we just need to find a spot where we can make this noise right next to someone walking by without them seeing us. Koozie thought of the best spot, the alley next to the double-triple ice cream shop. The alley connected to the street that everybody walks down. It would be the most perfect place to scare people. Greg and Koozie got all set up in the alley as close to the corner as possible. If you were walking down the street, you couldn't even see Koozie or Greg at all until you were right next to them. This is going to be so much fun, Koozie thought to himself. I can't wait to see people's faces when- Hey there, Koozie! Holy booger balls! shouted Koozie as he jumped up. Whoa there, I didn't mean to scare you. It was Breaker Dan. Yikes, dude! What are you doing sneaking up on me like that? asked Koozie. Sorry about that, Koozie. I was just walking by. What are you doing in the alley, anyway? asked Breaker Dan. Oh, nothing. Just hanging out. Well, all right then. Have a nice one. See ya, buddy, said Breaker Dan as he walked off down the street. That was not good, said Koozie to Greg. That was the complete opposite of what we were supposed to do. We're the ones that got scared. Hmm, how are we supposed to see the people coming down the street without them seeing us? Koozie tapped his chin with his finger and looked up as he thought. But he couldn't think of anything. He looked down at Greg, who was just sitting there doing nothing. Greg, I could really use your help right about now. You can't just sit there doing nothing. But then Koozie realized that one of Greg's corners was pointing down the alley. Koozie looked over where Greg was pointing and saw an old cracked mirror sitting next to the dumpsters. Greg, that's perfect. Way to go, buddy, said Koozie excitedly as he gave Greg a high five and ran to grab the mirror. Koozie positioned the mirror so he could see who was coming down the street while staying hidden with Greg in the alley. This was the most perfect setup in the whole world. He picked up a fistful of pebbles and waited. Koozie felt like a secret agent spy ninja. Greg felt like, well, I'm not really sure what Greg felt like. He just kind of sat there doing nothing. That's good, Greg. Nice and quiet. Stay very still. Somebody's got to be walking by any minute. And that's exactly what happened. To be exact, Flippy Day Day was about to walk by. Oh, yes, thought Koozie to himself. 
He waited for the opportune moment. He held the pebbles in his hand and carefully raised his arm. Three, two, one, he thought to himself, and then threw the pebbles down right on top of Greg, making a super crazy loud crashing noise. Screamed Flippy Day Day. <laughs> wow, baby, we got you so good, Flippy, laughed Koozie. Oh my goodness, Koozie, it's only you. I thought the building was falling down on top of me, said Flippy. My heart is racing. You got me good, Koozie. That's right, I did so good. Phew, that was crazy. All right, Koozie, see you later, said Flippy Day Day. Bye, Flippy said Koozie. Flippy Day-Day walked on down the street as Koozie got back into position in the alley, grabbed another fistful of pebbles, and waited. Greg, you did so good! Nice job, man! said Koozie as he leaned over and gave Greg a fist bump. The next person to walk by was Sally Bright. Oh yeah! Sally is so fun to scare! She starts yipping like a tiny dog! It's hilarious! Okay, quiet down, Greg. We have to be quiet. Koozie and Greg waited patiently as Sally got closer and closer. Koozie waited for the opportune moment. Three, two, one, thought Koozie to himself as he threw a fistful of pebbles right down at Greg. Ay, 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 ay. Screamed Sally Bright. She did kind of sound like a tiny dog when she screamed. <laughs> That's so awesome, laughed Koozie. Koozie, what are you doing? I'm walking here, said Sally, a little upset. That's okay, Sally. I'm just scaring here, <laughs> said Koozie, laughing some more. I don't like to be scared when I'm just minding my own business. Come on, Sally, it's not like I pushed you or anything. I just happened to drop these pebbles the same moment you walked by. Please stop scaring me, Koozie, said Sally. Okay, fine, I won't scare you anymore, said Koozie. Thanks, said Sally as she walked on down the street. Bye, Koozie. Bye, Sally, said Koozie as he leaned over and gave Greg another fist bump. That was a nice one, Greg. We got her so good. Koozie got ready again and grabbed another fistful of pebbles. Greg was the best at staying quiet. A few minutes later, Koozie saw Cracker Jack about to walk by. Ha <laughs> ha! Cracker Jack! I usually can't scare him good, but this time he's going to squeal like a squirrel! Koozie waited for the opportune moment. Three, two, one... Koozie thought to himself as he threw a fistful of pebbles right down on Greg. Hoyo, mamacita! shouted Cracker Jack as he jumped backwards with his hands up. <laughs> Laughed Koozie as he staggered out of the alley. Cracker Jack, I got you so good! Ah oh, man, Koozie! No, I'm fine, Mom. It's just Koozie scaring people again, said Cracker Jack. And then to Koozie... I'm on the phone, man. Why do you always have to be scaring people? Oh, ah, sorry. What? Why would I do that? Mom! Okay, fine. Uh, Koozie, my mom says hi. Hi, Mrs. Jackie! Okay, he said hi, Mom. Bye, Koozie! Said Cracker Jack as he continued walking down the street. 
No, Mom, I don't want to go ice skating again. We did that last week and my butt still hurts. Skydiving? Aren't you too old for that? Koozie watched his friend continue down the street as he leaned over and gave Greg another fist bump. Nice one, Greg. We got him good. I know he was on the phone, but that's all right. No harm done. Oh, ho! here comes Rabbit. Quick, get into position. This is going to be awesome. Koozie quickly got into position and grabbed a fistful of pebbles. Greg was basically already in position, so he just stayed still. Koozie waited for the opportune moment again. He was planning on throwing the pebbles as hard as he possibly could. Three, two, one. Koozie thought to himself as he threw a fistful of pebbles right down on Greg. Ah, oh no, 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 no. So awesome! Oh, we got you so good! Rabbit? Koozie, what are you doing? You made me drop the paint! Look at this mess! Said Rabbit pretty loudly. I don't think he was very pleased to have spilled both cans of paint all over the alley and the street and the sidewalk and all over himself. Oh, snap! That's, uh, that's too bad, Rabbit. I'm sorry! Koozie, why are you hiding in the alley scaring people? Me and Greg were having an awesome day together. Greg? Who's Greg? Koozie held up the cookie pan. That's a cookie sheet, Koozie. Who's Greg? A cookie sheet? No, this is Greg. I found him earlier today. He's visiting from Taiwan. No, just Koozie, you made a mess here. How are you going to clean it up? Koozie, Rabbit, and Greg looked around at all the pale yellow paint all over the place. All the pebbles that Koozie was throwing around were spread out everywhere, and the paint began drying on the concrete. Uh, why do I have to be the one to clean this up? Greg was helping too. You scared me, so I dropped the paint. You made this mess, but it's also my paint, so I'll help out. Oh, good, because Greg doesn't do very much. Koozie, enough with the games. It's time to take responsibility. Come on, let's go back to the hardware store and see if we can get the right supplies. Koozie and Rabbit walked over to the hardware store. They left Greg back at the alley. The paint all over Rabbit was starting to dry a little bit. When they made it to the hardware store, Breaker Dan was a little bit shocked to see Rabbit covered in pale yellow paint. But he wasn't really surprised to hear the story of what happened. I know, I know. I'm sorry. I'm going to clean everything up, said Koozie. Koozie paid for all the supplies as Rabbit got cleaned up as best he could. Breaker Dan went with them back over to the big paint mess. When they arrived, Koozie was very sad to see that a police car was parked next to the mess with the lights on. The policewoman was placing caution tape around the whole mess area to keep people away from it. Already, there was a whole group of people from around town gathering around to see what had happened. People were talking about what they saw and what they had heard. Kizzy George is in the alley scaring people again. He's always causing trouble. He made Rabbit spill his cans of paint all over the place. Koozie could hear what the people were saying. He already felt bad for ruining Rabbit's paint and making the street all messy. But now he was feeling even worse. The police officer lady walked over to Koozie George. Koozie, did you make this mess? Yes, ma'am. Are you going to clean it up? 
Yes, ma'am. Well, come on now. You better get started. Koozie got out the cleaning supplies and started pouring the cleaner all over the paint. Then he got down on his hands and knees and started brushing the almost dry paint with a heavy wire brush. It was slow work, but at least the paint was coming up. This was going to take Koozie all night to clean up. Koozie could feel the eyes of everyone bearing down on him. He couldn't do anything except keep working and hope that people got bored and went away. But then, Rabbit Sebastian got down next to Koozie and started helping. Oh, thanks, Rabbit, said Koozie as he smiled at his friend. And then Breaker Dan got down to help out too. Breaker Dan? Why are you helping? Don't worry about it, buddy. Cracker Jack? said Koozie as Cracker Jack came over to help too. Come on, Koozie. Pass me a wire brush and let's get this street cleaned up. One by one, the people that were just watching Koozie clean up his own mess came over and started helping. Yeah, it is true that Koozie was the one making all the trouble, which is exactly how this mess was made in the first place. But sometimes kindness looks a lot like mercy, which is when you don't get all the bad stuff you deserve. Koozie should have been the one to clean up the whole street by himself because he was the one who made the mess. But all the friends were showing kindness to Koozie by helping him clean up the mess. What do you think? Would you help Koozie clean up his own mess? Or would you let him do it all by himself? Well, after a while, even the police officer lady jumped in to help, and before long, the whole street looked fabulous again. Wow, the street looks fabulous again, said Rabbit. I can't wait to make my porch look fabulous. Oh yeah, I still need to get you more paint, Rabbit, said Koozie. Hey, maybe we can all head over there to help you paint your porch, Rabbit, suggested Breaker Dan. Oh, that'd be amazing, said Rabbit. Everyone finished up and cleaned the whole street back to its original glory. You couldn't even tell that two buckets of pale yellow paint had been spilled there. Koozie learned that maybe he should consider other people when he wants to go around scaring. Yakitope! yelled Koozie. <laughs> I totally got you, Koozie! laughed Cracker Jack. He had picked up the cookie pan and banged it right next to Koozie. Oh, yeah, you did. Nice one! said Koozie. Hey, you met Greg! He's visiting from Taiwan! And with that, all the friends went to the hardware store to get some more yellow paint for Rabbit's porch. Everyone skipped on down the street feeling pretty good. Everyone except Greg, that is. He just kind of sat there doing nothing. Like he always does. The end. Whoa, what a fun time together. I love sharing stories with you. Remember, make sure you subscribe to the podcast and leave us a podcast review. And of course, tell your friends about us. Well, that's it for today, but we'll see you back here next time for another adventure. Goodbye. Goodbye.